Rainier. Good old Rainier. Yeah. Bolo Rondos. Bolo Rondos. Here we come. Bolo Rondos. Bolo Rondos. Here we come. Hunting and fishing. Singing and kissing. Here we come. So I figured we'd talk a little duck hunting. A little season's coming up close. So we got AJ. Yep, I'm here. We'll just let's just get right to it. Welcome to Border Outdoors Podcast. I'm Mac. I'm AJ. And uh fall's coming. It's coming quick. I wish the temperature would probably change because it's still humid and hot, but yeah. disgusting. We need rain. Desperately need I, rain. I was uh I was driving around at I had to go to Home Depot today, and I was looking at some roads I used to drive down all the time before I moved, and there's so many dry ponds. Yeah, like it's it, nuts. It's bad. I mean, we've been I've been going out to North Dakota for the last couple of weekends just to help out with my buddy's band, and all those drainage ditches that are always full out there, and they've always got all the local birds in them, dry. Yeah. There's just nothing. It's... I went, like, the most... It's surprisingly the most water I've seen coming back uh, through my travels was um, like South Dakota. There's actually quite a bit like Southern South Dakota. There's a lot of water there and uh, Nebraska. Really? Nebraska had a lot like just regular ponds like we have here just plump full. There's ducks and geese all over in Nebraska. Huh. And like I didn't go on like the western side. It's the first time I've been in Nebraska, I pretty much just drove right through the middle of it. Sure. And it was actually everyone always talks about how it's so like flat and shitty to drive through. Right. But like it was pretty it was hilly. Like what what I went through and that's what I've heard the west side is flat. But like where I was it was super hilly. It, it reminded me of like a little bit of like Montana. That oh, was really? pretty cool. I saw like there's this one muley that was dead on the side of the road with its velvet and I'm just like, Oh man. Wish I had a saw. Just out there with a. <laughs> just picturing you with a handsaw on the side of the road, just giving it. Just not even the head. I just wanted the antler. Yeah, like, you it, just you could tell it's been sitting there for a while because it was pretty bloated. Yeah. And I know the minute I got out of the car, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I can't do it. Right, Mariah could be out there. She could hold your hair for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, like going back on what you said, like the local birds. So, like you're. That's what you do. You duck hunt. I goose hunt more than anything more, else. Yeah. Or goose hunt. That's yep. even better. But like, what are you looking for? So now we're just over probably almost a month to opener. And so you've informed me it's hard to keep the days straight at this point. Oh, I know. I I only knew it because of uh, bow opener is usually like the same day as sure. like duck and goose. But early goose season is, what is it this year? September 4th to the 19th. So that's less than a month away. It sounds right. Yeah. I haven't, I normally, every year I normally get a new reg book. Yep. And I, you know, page through it, see anything that's kind of flipped up new. And I pay attention on Facebook and all that kind of stuff too, just to see what's, what's popped up. And it's, I haven't even, I haven't even hit the gas station to get a fishing license this year, let alone to hit and pick up a reg book. Well, I mean, yeah. Been, like, yeah. Like if for people that don't know, AJ, he lives a block away. He bought a house. April. A block in April, like a month, literally a month before I did. Yep. But their house was like a fixer upper, so you've been putting all your time, all your money, 
yep. into your house. And I went over there when you first bought it, and there was like studs, no drywall. <laughs> There's it was bad. Now I went over there the other day, and man, you guys, yeah, that looks look. You're starting to make it your own. Yeah, starting it's to make it come your a own. long way. Yeah, I mean, it's great. We've been going nuts on it. So it's like I had, and like you said too, all of my time, all of my money. It's like if I get to, if I get to bail to North Dakota for a weekend just to not have to work on anything, mm-hmm. I'm all I'm gone. Let's go. Yeah. So you just work. Well, you're an electrician. Yep. So you go work your normal job, come home and stay up till ten, eleven, midnight working on your house, and then now on the weekends you go. You say your buddy's got a band? What? You yeah. give him a shout out. Let him know what. Yeah, who... two mile final. My buddy Mitch, uh, him and his dad, and I. I now know their bassist too. <laughs> but <laughs> my buddy Mitch is a drummer. His dad plays guitar, and is a singer in the band. Uh, my buddy Mitch playing drums has started singing now too. His mom sings in the band. It's his whole like Benson family band type thing going <laughs> on. <laughs> And I've gotten in really close with him and his family over the last couple of years since we've met. And now that we're what seems to be normal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We can. uh, Virus status. Yeah. Yeah. Rona season. Yep. Um, When we met, he wasn't able to do shows because couldn't you couldn't go anywhere. Everything was shut down. So now we started playing shows again. And I'm like, let's let's go do stuff. And they're just, and they're from where? South or North Dakota? Um, his mom and dad grew up in this small town in North Dakota, um, Cogswell, North Dakota. Truth be told, I don't even know where the hell it is. I don't either. <laughs> it's just this teeny little town. Um, so they grew up out there, and then they live in Big Lake now. Oh, really? So, yeah. So that's how I met him. Well, I met him. Meeting him was a whole weird thing. It was one of them small world situations. Okay. Where we ended up knowing 50 people we all have in common. We just never met. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so I've been kind of, I've been being as roadie for the yeah, last hey, couple gr- of games. Even in group, groupie? Roadie. Roadie. I set up the stage, I get drunk, I take down the stage. <laughs> what, they played at what? The Sherburne County Fair? Yep, they opened for Jared Neiman at the Sherburne, Sherburne County Fair. That's it pretty, was sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it, well, it was really cool because it was me... Uh, his father-in-law, his little brother, and a couple of our buddies, he gave us backstage passes to help take the stage down, get all their crap off so Jared Neiman could come up and do his thing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool to be able to walk around and be like, look at me, I got a badge. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we'd like walk through like general admission, and then you'd just walk straight through into VIP, and then you'd just keep going, and we'd just kind of walk behind the stage. You could see everybody like, who the hell are these Two guys walking around like they own the place. Just it's p- like, puff up your chest a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a big shot. Oh, yeah. Peacocked for sure. <laughs> Strutting. Just, Str- just big old Tommy turkey. <laughs> yeah. So then, so you get back on like the, so now like with duck and goose hunting. So yep. like now, do you take trips? Like, or what are you, what do you do? Let's, let's back up a little bit before we get into that. So like you talked about how you haven't even gone to the gas station yet. To look at the regulations. Nope. So scratch like this year, maybe a, a normal year or whatever. When you're you're amped because I mean you got goose and goose tattoos. Those are crows. Oh, what, they look like a goose. They're, they're crows. Whatever crows. <laughs> uh, and then otherwise you got like stickers all over your back of your window of your truck. Yep. Are you like scouting? 
how do you scout or yeah, like, what, what mean, are you what are you doing right now like before it's coming close in a normal year yes in a normal year okay so i think it's been probably two years since i've had you know quote unquote a normal year yep and even then it was still kind of like a weird year for me um so i got anybody listening to the who had listened to the previous podcast you know i got into this stuff kind of late in my mm-hmm. life and Still don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of winging it. It'll, oh, that works. Oh, this didn't. Let's try something else next time. Wasn't that the part of, like, that's the sport in right. general, right? Yeah, is well, finding out, you know, what works and mm-hmm. what doesn't. There's no, there's no like, like, roadmap drawn to do this yeah. crap. Um, So, I got into doing this stuff with a couple of buddies who ended up going the, like, extreme end of things thousands of dollars in decoys i mean they were pumping out money for new guns sitka gear buddy got the dog you know they were going decoy trailer um i didn't get quite to that extreme just because i'm poor Mm -hmm. um so like i was putting on let's see the one weekend I went the weekend before opener because of work and stuff. I was having a hard time getting out to scout. And the weekend before opener, I had taken off Friday, and then I'd taken off the Friday before opener. Okay. Like the immediate Friday. So we're yep. talking the week leading up to, and, and then the weekend. week of. Yep. Um, that week leading up to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I did 2000 hell 2000 damn near 3000 miles in the pickup just scouting just looking what do you anything when you're scouting what do you like you when you say you're, you're scouting driving looking are you just looking for water or places that they'll be or places that they are combination of kind of everything okay for me at least i don't know what anybody else does but uh you know you kind of start to hit the time that time of year where some guys are starting to cut cut fields and stuff like that mm mm-hmm. mhm so we're kind of out looking for, I was at least, I was out kind of looking for some of the cut fields, um, looking for maybe water, just big strings of birds in the sky. I was out looking for them, you know, and then following them. It's like, oh, there's, you know, there's a string of 40 flying west. Well, let's take every road between here and there and try and track them down. See where they're landing, see if they're landing in the... Uh, landing for feeding if they were heading to roost what they were doing so and i've always heard you're not supposed to jump a roost i never do you think i ever had the opportunity to? i don't think i've ever even had the opportunity (laughs) yeah (laughs) well like and you said like you're looking for big numbers so now in the early season like is that the time where you wouldn't want to shoot the big numbers of geese because oh. I've I've heard it I've heard either or, like I've heard you don't want to shoot big numbers. I guess you can't really. It's not up to you if a big flock of geese comes in. Right. Maybe it's more of you don't want to put out all of your decoys. Yeah, right? that's a big part of it. That okay. So you want to keep it minimal. You don't want to show your hand right away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? To, gotta... So to speak, you just want to. No get when to hold them. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or when to fold them. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, I guess 
Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't matter how many geese you shoot. If, I mean, if you have a flock of 40 come in and you got, I don't know, however many guys, nine guys, and if you yeah. can shoot and you can all of them, them or whatever, right. like, that's even better. Like, they're going to get educated regardless yeah. of and what you're doing. I guess me and a couple of my buddies kind of looked at it like, they're going to get educated somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be shooting at them at some point, more than likely. It's not going to hurt, you know, in the grand scheme of things. To for to, what to be shooting at them? Oh no, yeah, yeah. That, regardless, that, that's what you buy the license for. That's why you yeah. buy the shells, the decoys, is to shoot the geese, right? So shoot it's ducks, like geese, we've just that's like, what you do. I was just kind of looking for anything anywhere where I could find birds. Yeah, um, it's just a little hot in here. Because nobody could see what just happened. <laughs> Mac Mac stared off into space <laughs> and then just kind of stared into the corner of the room. And scooted his chair back. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it that is. That feels good. That feels good. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. There goes the vent. All right. Anyways. <laughs> you completely unscrewed the ceiling. Well, it's going to be nice in here. <coughs> so to get back. To get back. Sorry, guys. To get back on it. So now you've you've driven like 2,000 miles, right? Yep. You're looking for geese. Do you, do you feel... Do you hunt... Water, or do you like fields? Um, personally, I prefer fields at this point in the game. Yeah. When I started out, I was going out to public land, and I was only into duck hunting because I didn't know, I didn't know how to goose hunt. I couldn't run a goose call. I could hardly run a duck call. I had a dozen of the uh, God, what the hell are those? The GHG hot buys. <laughs> oh yeah. I bought my first dozen GHG hot buys, and I was like, yeah, I can. I'm going to go out by myself, you know, and I'd go out to public land by myself when my buddies couldn't come or if they were out hunting with whoever else, I'd just, no, it's fine. I'll go do my own thing. Oh, excuse me. Rainier's doing a number. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I bought my first dozen GHE hot buys. I'd go out and do kind of my own thing. And then I realized I'd, I'm not a huge fan of hunting water. Mm-hmm. You get a hole in a pair of waders. Um, yeah, it starts raining and you're standing in the middle of a pond. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where now I've kind of got an affinity for being dry. Yeah, I uh, that like when we used to be when I used to be an avid waterfowler, that was like the biggest. I started when I was with my brothers when I was like I don't know fourteen maybe, and then I really didn't get into it till I was probably out of high school, so like eighteen. Sure, and then I did it till probably for probably a good four or five years. I've had one good set of waders. Otherwise, every other time you go out and your feet are soaked. And on those cold days, it sucked. And like talking about like earlier when you said like your frostbite, like I'm pretty sure like I had something similar with like just being wet. Right. In like November when we're busting through ice to get out on the Pelican or or like, and it, and we never like back then, we never wore life jackets. No. We never did any of that. So like on them days where it was windy, like we had pretty, like, we had nice boats. Right. Like, we could handle some waves. I remember, like, going to Leech, and there was some big waves up there. And every time I would leave, and it's, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, you get out there, and I'd just be, like, anxiety galore. Yeah. Like, I, I need we need to get to the cattails. Wherever, we have to drive all the way across this lake. It's pitch black. There's stumps. Right. You know, thinking you're going to – if you go down, you're screwed. Yeah, that's that's it. And then, like, uh, 
a boat went under however many some years ago and we happened to be out there and oh yeah my brother saved them and oh and, really? all, and none of them had life jackets on and stuff yeah. like that and it's like every time i get out there and i'd get i'd be waiting till i can't get back to like to land like it's yeah. like when you're flying in an airplane and you can't yeah. wait to kiss the ground <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's the way it felt every time i went out on a lake sure or a pond without a life jacket and he built a life jacket it's just like oh my god i just it's so scary like people right. don't it's you get used to it, I guess, but it still sucks. Like it's still yeah. like you get you get just get sucked under, and that's it. Like yeah, those waiters fill, and it's. I mean, that's you're it. fighting it. Yeah, I mean, and how long can you fight cold water? Yeah, yeah, it's it's just another thing. So like, I always liked when we'd ever we'd find a field. Yeah, I'm like oh, I could just walk out into this field. I'd probably still wear my waders just because it could get all muddy and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, if you've got that. mud muddy field or something yeah. like that. And a little bit of rain the night before. You can actually like lay down in a blind and like oh, take a nap and yeah. just have a good time versus you know that they they both do have their benefits. I yeah. do like hunting water like opener. Sure. Oh, like river, river when you're on a river and they're like sitting on a river bank or something. Yeah, and, and they you're come watching screaming down river. Oh out. yeah, that's yeah. An absolute blast. Yeah, and well, my first pair of waders I bought were because I didn't I didn't know any better. Yeah, I bought just the the brown cheapest pair from Walmart. The, no, from Cabela's. They were Cabela's brand, but they were the cheap brown, <laughs> just like paper thin neoprene. Oh, and we, God, when that had to have been probably mid season that I bought those, and I finally was like, I have to get a pair of waders if I'm going to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wore them once. Walking, we decided we were going to hunt the river that morning because apparently there were birds. And my buddy was like, "Oh yeah, we can, we can get at least a limit." And because we were all dumb kids, we were like, "Yeah, limit of mallards, <laughs> let's go." Um, the way out there, I tore them to shreds trying to get through because it's dark, and we were dumb kids, you know. Yep. Flashlights, like, oh. We'll go out by the light of the moon. Like, just dumb kids. <laughs> so you didn't have flashlights? No. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's got a flashlight on them. So we completely beelined off the path we were taking. Ended up in just brush. I mean, thick, heavy, like... I'm trying to think of a way to explain it, Like man. buck brush? Like the thorny like, stuff? Like buck brush, like down trees that were all on top of each other brush. I mean, it was brutal so i cut my waders to shreds we got out finally to the river and we were all yelling at each other the whole time and finally it's like well let's get set up started putting out decoys and stuff like that and i took one step into the river and went yeah my boots full (laughs) (laughs) you guys are on your own for this one (laughs) i'm gonna sit here and watch and then you know quarterback from the sidelines i was out point i'm like well maybe try put throw a couple over there you know, it was just one of them things. And then finally, I was like, all right, time to spend a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And I took full advantage of Cabela's warranty at the time. Oh, yeah. And I ended up trading them up. So I traded them, like, traded in, but they let me put, basically put them towards a new pair. So I went with the nice, thick, um, like, like, armor-lined. Like the 600-gram? or They're 12s. Or 12s, okay. Yeah, They're, which are pretty nice i mean for so they let you bring ones. those ones back they did they really they won't let you do that anymore <laughs> um well cabela's had a lifetime warranty on their stuff for the longest time like lifetime so i f- 
fully exploited the fact that it was a lifetime warranty. My pair of waders I have now are because of a lifetime warranty. Do those are those lifetime warranty? Uh, I don't know what it is anymore with the changeover. But like, to, aren't uh, you grandfathered into it? I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. But my so I had upgraded into a thick twelve hundred gram, um, like the armor teched, you yep. know, so they're they're rip resistant. Oh, okay. I traded into those, and because I was a kid when I, you know, I was like 17, so 60 pounds lighter, three inches shorter, because I didn't grow anymore, <laughs> um, I might have exploited their warranty and brought them back and said, yeah, they got a hole in them somewhere, and the gal goes, how long have you had them? I said, not long enough for him to do that. <laughs> like six years old. <laughs> you got another one? Yep. They gave them to me for free. Oh, and it was funny because she, uh, she's like, well, how old are they? I'm like, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know. She goes, one year? I'm like, oh, so no. she's kind of like. Yeah, she, oh, yeah. she definitely knew she was on to me. Uh-huh. She's like, how, how old are they? And they're like, they're weather checked around the boots. Like, you could see they had been through the ringer. They were faded. I'm like. She's like they're a year old, like, a little older than that. She's two years old. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it's probably pretty close. <laughs> She's like, all right, go pick out a new pair. Like, mm. we need to grab them, and get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so now you got a good pair of waders. Yeah, they're well, they're the exact same pair. They're just bigger. I bought them a hair bigger than what I needed. Yeah. So that I can throw on like Short late pants, season. I can yeah. throw on thick pair of like wool socks so that my feet aren't like suction cupped inside my boot. I hate that. It's the worst. I hate that. But so, yeah, I've, I mean, I still have my waders and stuff like that, but I just, I don't find myself like wanting to hump water. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and like, so, so then like, when was it when you just, was it like that day? Or like when when was it you decided that I'm just gonna hunt fields? Is it easier to get? I suppose it's obviously harder to get permission for a field because there's how many ponds around here that are state that you you can just go hunt. Yeah, I mean, we. I don't really know when I just kind of decided I didn't like it anymore. I mean, it probably was. Probably was when I got bronchitis out hunting, which was kind of my own fault. Mm-hmm. Didn't have anything to really do with it, but I went. You know what? The hell with this. I'm over standing in the cold, standing in water. I was kind of at that point, I got tired of hunting public land. That's what my final straw was. Because I went out and got set up, did my whole thing. I was out there crack, you know, well before the crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. Because it's public land. I mean, you said you hunt pelican, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's crazy out there on opener, isn't it? I've never hunted at opener. We kind of stayed away. We had our other spots we used to go to that were... Some years were really good, some years not so bad, but it was it'd be better than going out there. It's like going to I don't know, I don't, I can't even think of an analogy for like deer hunting. Sure. That's like letting everyone go to like Camp Ripley oh. for like you know, like <laughs> it's just like Pelican is absolutely insane. Like there's people out there at like ten o'clock the night before. Yeah. I've seen videos from buddies on like Snapchat and stuff where it's like like they're still going out there because that's their the ritual. Yeah, that's, the place that's their yeah. tradition now is yeah. them and these four guys who have done this since they were 14. They all wake up, you know, and go out to Pelican. And it's like a mad dash to get to your spot. So I kind of had 
figured it might be a little busy at this chunk of public land that we had been hunting for the last couple of years, me and a couple of buddies. I got out there, crack, you know, before the crack, first truck pulled in and I got out, grabbed my decoys, my gun, and walked out. I was like, I'm going to get out there and get get my spot. Um, then at that chunk of public land, there was a small pond, kind of off of a considerably larger one. Okay. A lot of the guys that would go out there, they didn't really know that small pond was kind of there. So I I fully took advantage of that. Got out there, set up, sat down and kind of nestled into my little spot in the cattails and lit up a cigarette, cracked my uh, my energy drink. It's go time. First six pack of mallards came screaming in. I had my decoy, my, my dozen hot buys out. <laughs> they came screaming in. I didn't even have to blow the call at them. As soon as they came in and it looked like they were ass down ready to land, Cuffed, hit the yeah. water, they had to have been about 20 yards from me. These two guys opened up. Didn't hit a single bird, but completely opened up on them. It's like, oh, okay, that's nice. You know, and I'm pissed and audibly making it known that I'm pissed. And It's public land, so what am I really going to do about it? Yeah. We always get them assholes like that. You know, everybody that waterfalls, I mean, it's just a broken record. You see the memes on Facebook. You hear it from everybody that does it. You go out. You put your time in. You sit out there before opener or whatever night. And you're out there. You're ready to go. And then 20 minutes before sunlight or half hour or whatever, someone comes and sets up right fucking next to you. Yep. That's, it's, it's the same thing. People just, that's the way they're always going to be. Well, and I think what pissed me off more is that it wasn't even like, I mean, they had to have. They had to have come out right as I was still setting up. So I was out there, you know, throwing decoys and getting my stuff situated to where I wanted it. Kind of create, you know, I made a pocket, kill hole. These guys didn't bring out a single decoy. They were hunting over my spread. Yeah. And your huge spread that you had. Yeah, my giant (laughs) spread that I had. But spread nonetheless, I mean. Yeah, you had decoys. And it was like, what the hell? They didn't kill a single bird. Both of them emptied their guns. I just sat back and bird watched. Watched them play. It was like watching somebody try to play a duck hunter on the old Nintendo, mm-hmm. but they were awful at it. <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't hit a single bird. So I s- sat out there, bird watched, smoked a pack of cigarettes, packed up my decoys, went home, and then got bronchitis and was out for the rest of the season. <laughs> and then I said, yeah, I'm done with public land. Let's just... Yeah. uh." Let's just start trying to find find private fields and stuff like that. Do you have a hard okay, so now do you have a hard time finding private fields? Because every like I I couldn't tell you a single time I got permission for a field. Really? Yeah. Do you do it around here or are people nicer two hours west, up north, south, any direction? Sure. Like where where are you guys you so, don't have to tell I yeah. it's up to you where if you want to tell them where you go, but So I was just heading kind of west not too far west of here. Um, because I, I imagine there's somebody here listening here going, oh, I wonder if he's going to give it out. Who cares? Not that I kill a ton of birds, but Who cares? regardless. Right. Waverly? No. Howard Lake? Out towards like Annandale and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, 
it just kind of depends on the guy you meet. I mean, you know, everybody knows the same routine. You knock on the door, you walk up. Hey, how's it going? How are you? You know, my name is AJ. Mm-hmm. Local guy for the most part. I mean, Annandale's what, 20 minutes from here? Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend was living out there at the time, so I was just like, yeah, I'm local. <laughs> um, It just all depended on who you ran into, because I had some guys that were like, yeah, no problem. Something's good. And then I'd have another guy who was like, go away. My my grandson's girlfriend's cousin's going <laughs> to... Got that. Yeah. Got that more than a couple times. Uh, you hear that from like the, the brotherhood guys all the time. They have that... Really? That trouble, like... With Nick being a farmer, and you know he has some land, but like, you you have to know somebody because otherwise it's that same thing. Everyone always says it's the grandma's or the grandpa's son's girlfriend's right. sister's cousin yeah. third remove is gonna hunt it. I mean, May might hunt it. Yeah, I mean, I had yeah. one guy. It would have been two years ago because I didn't I didn't get a chance to get out last year. I was kind of swamped with my own stuff. Yeah. Um, I had one guy give me. Like a full political history lesson on the taxes he pays, that part of it goes into the fact that there's public hunting land and that I should just go do that. But it was like a 10 minute So he wasn't very nice exchange. about it. It was, I I got back in the truck because I got my girlfriend into, into goose hunting, oh. which is the best, worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple people that would, would, uh, be right there with saying that yeah it's it's great don't get me wrong but sometimes it's not so great um well yeah i like like i like with mariah i took her bow hunting you know right we shot a doe last year all that stuff i've taken her duck hunting and it's like i want her to get into it but it's also really nice that she doesn't right because like you come home you're spending a lot of time with them you're, you're you're spending all your time with them besides right. work. And it's also nice to just have your one thing that you like to do. But if they like to come every once in a while, carry right. on, it's nice. But like when they want to go every time. And that's what it is. It's like. <sighs> yeah. I got <laughs> I got my ass chewed the one year. <laughs> I got my ass chewed. But uh, no, I got back in the truck. So back on to yep. talking about this guy. Mm-hmm. I got back in the truck. With just my mouth hanging open, because I couldn't believe what had just happened. <laughs> I got in the truck, and she's like, well, well did, did you get it? I'm like, no. <laughs> but did you know? <laughs> I, gave her, her this I gave her the whole same 10 minute, and she just kind of stared at me the whole time, like she wasn't quite comprehending what had happened. And then she asked, she's like, so you, you didn't get it? I'm like, <laughs> no. Because at the end of the whole thing, he goes, so go hunt public land. And I'm like, well... <laughs> What the hell? I simple no would have sufficed. No kidding. So I called four of my buddies, <laughs> one after another. I I think I pulled out of this guy's driveway onto the main drag and just parked the truck and started making phone calls. And I went, you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> and they're like, what? Like, I've never heard of any. What? <laughs> um. So it's like I've had stuff like that. I've had, you know, just... You know, yeah, no, we don't let anybody hunt here. Sounds good. Have a nice day. You know, you go yeah. on with your life. Um, I had one guy who told me, well, if my kids get done with their chores, they're planning on going out. And I was like, oh, because it was, there had to have been a couple hundred geese sitting in this field <laughs> feeding. And 
I don't want to give her any credit, but she's the one that kind of found it mm. and led me to it. And I was like, well. Back, your your girlfriend, yeah, Rebecca. Rebecca. Yep. Um, she led me to it, and I run Onyx. Yep. Which is everybody. Like, if you don't have Onyx and you do anything, out, like, use it for, like, hiking, hunting, mm-hmm. like, anything. Yeah, it's been, like, it was a game changer when we first started using it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, make a new account because we were all too poor to pay for it. Oh, so new emails? Yeah. For the oh, yeah, I've got, like, 50 dummy emails, probably, that are <laughs> <laughs> were just me trying to get Onyx for the weekend. Um, But, yeah, that was a whole game changer, and then what the not so great part about having her get into it is because she's gotten into it now really late in comparison to me having got into it late. Yep. I don't, I didn't know really how to ask for permission to hunt somebody's land. I'd learned over the course of hanging out with buddies and it's like, I'm going to go up there with you. You do all the talking. I just want to kind of, kind of watch. She has no idea how to, even begin the conversation with somebody. Well, yeah, but you have the ultimate like trump card. You just go buy some Daisy Dukes in a low cut off <laughs> shirt and have her walk up to some old farmer that's got right? a couple hundred geese in his field yeah. and just bend over a couple times and <laughs> ask for permission and start you know doing all that jazz and you probably get permission almost a hundred percent of the time. I'll let you propose that idea. Because <laughs> she's it. not gonna like me. <laughs> um, I don't know what she just. I think she's just nervous. She doesn't want to go up to somebody she doesn't know. You're on their property type deal. Yeah. Which I I get. I mean, at one point, I mean, I was probably at the same point when I started, you know. So she has this bad habit of, because at the time, she would drive to St. Cloud to go to school in the morning. And she would take kind of some back roads to get to school. And I'd be at work and I'd get four text messages. You should ask about this field. You should ask about this field. You should ask this field with coordinates. Because <laughs> I I taught her how to give me coordinates. <laughs> so finally, I was like, I've had enough. Like, no. I'll find something. I'll try to find something. Get off my back. If you want it, go get it. But then again, it's kind of cool to see her really getting into that, though. Like that excitement level of yeah, she's taking extra back gravel roads on her way to, yep. to school to find oh, yeah. something for you guys to do together. Yep, and then and she had no problem, you know, waking up like to go scouting with me the weekend before opener. Like, hey, I'm getting up. I'm gonna be up at you know four. I want to be in this area of the state before sunrise. You know, before that sun comes up, I want to be here. She was all for it. Let's go. Hmm. And not not sleeping in the truck, not sitting on her phone. You know, she's like scanning. Drinking a cup of coffee, looking in the sky. Right. She was, she got pretty into it. Um, makes me feel a little bit bad because I haven't been able to get her out mm-hmm. as much as I'd like to. I mean, like it was super cool getting her on her first goose. Like, seeing her shoot her first bird was, like, it was super cool for me. Yeah. I had never gotten, like, I'm sure my buddies experienced that with, like, their little brother, one of their girlfriends who had gotten into hunting, 
with me for mm-hmm. Christ's sake, but to see her, you know, I go the kind of into a little kid. Yeah, yeah, like like the equivalent of buck fever yep. for shooting a goose. Like I was like, yeah, that is super cool. Um, she did the same thing when she shot her first Woody out of the same field. Actually, huh. and it was like that was worth it. I'm like, we shot you because I didn't even pick up my gun. So it's all you, the single. Drop it. Drake or him? Uh, she shot a Drake Woody. Nothing nothing worth putting on the wall. I wish we would have, just, just for that her sake. First one, her yeah. first one, she shoots a, a Drake Woody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, it was the same thing with the Canadian. Like, it's just a Canadian goose, but it's still like, I wish we could have thrown it on the wall for her. Now, is it just you guys out there? Yeah. Just you two. Yep. And we, she wanted to go because it downboard. And I was like, give it, give me, give us five more minutes. I think I had thrown out three decoys in this field. Three full yeah, body. Just a heavy hitter, aren't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Just three decoys. <laughs> you must rely on your calling. Yeah, I'm not super great at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I threw, I threw three decoys out just because I, it was an evening hunt. I was like, it's kind of whatever, you know, we hadn't seen anything that morning out there, even though I had been seeing them weeks leading up to, um, yeah, I threw three decoys out and we had a single come through and she popped it, dropped it into the neighboring field. Hmm. I ran out and grabbed it. You had to ring its neck or she just... No, I rang it. You did? Yeah. Needed to. Yep. She winged it. Dropped it right into the field, which was fine. I mean, the guy, that guy was super cool. The guy that was letting us hunt that field, he actually gave us permission for seven other fields that he owned in that same area. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he was just kind of like, whatever, yeah, just shoot me a text. So I got his phone number, and it's like the one year I texted him. I was like, hey, man, like, it's me again. You cool if we uh, hunt any of your land? He's like, yeah, go for it. So, like... When you have guys like that, do you like bring them some like jerky and you know shit like that? Yeah, I as, think like a thank you. I think the first year I don't think we shot anything out of there, and the second year I don't think we shot enough to make it. Yeah, make it worth like doing jerky and stuff like it was like breast it out, throw it on the grill, make ramaki or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one year we got them like a like a twenty five dollar prepaid Visa like gift card. Oh, okay, cool. And, like, a thank you card. Like, hey, like, thanks, we appreciate it type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, the guy was nice enough to be like, yeah, whatever. Have well, he yeah, gives you permission from seven other fields where some other guy gives you a spiel about how he pays taxes <laughs> for public land. So. <laughs> right, he pays that little extra tax. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, so what do you got? So you, you, you talk about how you just drive around and look for birds. Right, that's what scouting is. That's, I mean, ducks. It's obviously different, but like you're you're a goose guy. Yeah, I'm more of a goose guy now than I was. Yeah, like, what did my brother Matt used to say all the time? Fuck the duck. I'm a goose guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, what do you got for like your decoy brands? Like real, like let's, uh, what do, what do you got for what brands decoys do you use? Sure. Um, do you use the steaks like uh, sleepers? What, yeah, what do you so. Got? It's been a slow roll investment for us. Yeah. You know, it's we we haven't had the kind of money to just be like, yeah, we're dropping this much on you know two dozen new full bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it's been I bought my first six pack off Amazon. I don't even remember what the hell they are. They're kind of a excuse me. Jesus. <laughs> um they're kind of a cheaper full body. Okay. Um those ones are staked. Which are I mean they're not bad. They they give a little bit of motion, but they're not the greatest staked full body. Okay. Um started using those. And then I was pairing, I was just throwing them in with my buddies when we would go out. Um, those guys were running at the time. I think those guys were running a lot of avians, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's probably when they just started coming out. I mean, they haven't, what, avian X been out, what, 10 years? Something like that. 10, 12 yeah. years. So I think. It had to have been right around that time frame when they're all, and those are, those are nice decoys. They're really they're nice. Really nice and they decoys. were, they were pretty crazy about it too. They, I mean, it was like. They were always getting socked. They were always getting put back in the bag. Oh. We were we were taking really good care of them. And then I was walking over to the trailer and just hucking mine. <laughs> I was like, the hell with it. Well, like, you go on, like, a little thing. Like, that's the difference between, like, hunting water and land. Mm-hmm. It sucks picking up decoys in the water in a cold day. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. In the water. Like, like, in November, it sucks. Or late October. But, like, when you're in a field. It's way easier yeah. to worry about falling in, balancing. Right. Uh, I mean, like, the worst I couldn't thing. imagine putting all them decoys in the socks. I would just yeah, like, that sucks. Oh, like, this yeah. is stupid. Like you buy these things to go hunting. Like I get it's an investment, but it's like I'm just gonna shoot one anyways. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. So we got. I mean, we at the time we were pretty pretty anal about putting stuff away, making sure everything was kept decent. I mean, we weren't like getting home and scrubbing them with a bunch of dawn dish soap or nothing we were you know just putting them away um and then as i started to kind of get into a an adult job yeah spend a little bit of money i bought i bought a a dozen full body um the bigfoots Mm. the b2s yep yep we bought i bought a dozen of them things and then me and rebecca my girlfriend because i got her into it she was like we we should get more decoys. And then we'd she'd see a deal going on at Cabela's and she's like, Oh, let's split a six pack of decoys. Like I I guess. What do I do with three decoys? <laughs> well, obviously you're gonna do a lot with three decoys, but Well, I mean yeah. because she's with, you know, mm-hmm. it's just adding yeah. to the pile type deal. Um so we ran I think now I think we've got two and a half dozen full body Bigfoots. Okay. And I think I think that pack that I bought off Amazon, those cheesy like crap ones, I think it was a four pack. <laughs> I don't even think they sold them in six packs. It's something from over in China. It probably. Um, they don't even look like a goose. <laughs> they, they're goat. they're farm geese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're trumpeter swans. <laughs> Just, like farm geese is looking straight up in the sky or some stupid. Right. <laughs> I wonder if that would work. They're actually lawn ornaments. Yeah. They're not not even actually decoys. I wonder if that would work if, like, you went and put a bunch of decoys out and just put a bunch of, like, farm geese, like, (laughs) in with your spread. Like, if they'd look like snows or if, like, if it would even, like, the geese would just be like, fuck that or if they would. I'd imagine they'd be like, to hell with this. I don't want anything to do with that. But who knows? They're they're hanging out all the time. Yeah, they do. Geese are dumb. They do whatever the hell they want. (laughs) And then they're really smart when you have your decoys out. But they're dumb every other moment of the day. 
Um, just gonna set up next to like a shit plant somewhere because there's a lot of geese oh, there. Yeah. But I think so. I think we're running now like two, two and a half dozen B twos, which I I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I took sheetrock screws and screwed the heads down, screwed the feet down, just so that I can beat the hell out of them. You know, they don't have a problem. Like obviously the stake ones, they they move around. Like, yep. Those you don't have a problem like the wind tipping them over on. And... I haven't really. Yeah, I've heard of guys that have problems with it. I guess I haven't ever really run into it hmm. personally. I know I've heard people I've talked to. They're like, "The hell you run them for?" It's personal preference. Yeah, I mean, they're I cheap and them. they work. And I beat the hell out of them. Yeah, and they. I mean, I just. I'm sure you might see it at some point. You'll drive by the house, and I'll have the bed of my truck. My tonneau cover is, like, humped because I've got all my decoys just packed in, like, Tetris. You need a topper. I should just buy a trailer. Well, that, too. Yeah. Because it gets to be brutal shoving guns, two and a half, three dozen decoys. Especially the full body. Full bodies, yeah. With the feet and everything still attached. Yeah, and I think I bought... I don't remember if I bought a dozen or six pack of sleepers. Oh. And I think they're DOAs, if I remember right. What's that brand? DOA? Yeah. I think it's Dead on Arrival. Dead on Arrival? Yeah. Okay. I'd, That's like a big Cabela's brand, isn't it? Like, Oh, I have no idea. Like, what was the, was Northern Flight was a huge Cabela's band, or yeah. band, brand. And uh, I know they, they push AVNX hardcore. Yeah, well, when, <clears throat> when it was... Cabela's, but now Bass Pro Shop, they they still push every. You go there in the fall, and it's Avian X everywhere. Really? Yeah. I don't even remember the last time I went into Cabela's, honestly, or even like went in. I guess I can remember the last time I hit Cabela's. I don't remember the last time I went in to look at decoys because mm-hmm. I think the last times I've gone in is just to try and find ammo. Yeah. Well, runnings is that's where we used to get all ours. Oh really? I used to get all my duck decoys at runnings. Sure. They usually have everything you need. Yeah. Well, and it's like. I mean, the game fair is coming up. That's uh, I think it starts this weekend. Either yeah. this weekend or next weekend. I think it's next week and the weekend after. Thirteenth, uh, fourteenth. Is week, it three? Year? Year? Three. I think they're doing year? three year. Well, three. You better go get. That's where all your big deals are. Yeah, you get giant deals there. But I mean, we go. We normally go every year. I don't think I've ever spent money on decoys there. I've bought. I think I bought one call there. Or. Maybe I didn't even buy it there. I think I bought it from a buddy who was working the stand for uh, Pacific Calls. Never heard of that. Yeah, I I hadn't heard of him either. I got a buddy that he's he's pretty into the calls. That's kind of his thing. Um, like he collects a ton of um, like zinc and malt gear and uh, his big collection. I think he has is uh, the Tim Tim uh, Tim Grounds. Yeah, there's Tim Grounds, and then, um, what the hell is it? CNS? Sounds familiar. Yeah. CVS? No, CVS, no, CVS is, is a, a pharmacy. Muzzle. Well, it's a muzzle order, too. <laughs> <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Maybe you can buy it uh, there. But anyway, no. So he's got like a collection. Like he's got some that are like limited edition that he's just got sitting on a stand type deal that he'll never use. Um, but he ended up working with these guys' specific calls, working their booth for him or with them or whatever. I don't know what the deal was, really. Um, he had me try one of their goose calls that I actually ended up really liking. 
Um, but it's smooth. Like, what is that the call you run? Like, is that what you blow? The year I bought it, I was the first year I didn't make it out. So I haven't actually used it in the field yet. Um, hmm. it was. I don't have a hard time like breaking over a tough call, but it seemed like it was on like the easier end, to me at least. For blowing wise, yeah. Like, for like, he, well, he probably had. Did he already have it? Like, he probably had it pretty well tuned. No, and... this was brand new. Really? Yep. Um, I sold a. The hell did I sell for that thing? Looks like they're they're in Washington. Yep, that sounds right. Spokane, um, Washington. Yeah, I I haven't even I was I was looking it up here and I oh sure I've never even like now looking at like the logo I've kind of seen it yeah but uh it's something to kind of look into I didn't even know because like like I said before like they do all they do turkey calls duck calls and goose calls well there's so many different call brands out there especially oh, at the yeah. game fair too it's oh, like every yeah. year there's a new company there peddling some call. Like Scott Trinan is a big one around here with Mole Gear. Yeah. I have a couple of his calls. Yeah, I had so my ex girlfriend, um, who absolutely hated the fact that I was a waterfall hunter. Because <laughs> at that time it's, I was at like my height of wanting to go. Not a lot of people do. Like it's if you're into it, you're into it and you're yeah. gone. Like you look at those big guys like the the, the Fred Zinks or the Tony Vandemores and all like oh, yeah. that it's it's that's their life. Yeah. Like, and when it comes to even spring with snow goose, they're gone for two months out of three months at right. a time. Yeah. And I, so at the time when we met, me and my ex, when we met, it was the year that I got bronchitis out duck hunting and wasn't able to make it that season. And I told her, I said, this isn't normal. Don't get used to this. And then the following year, she had gotten used to the fact that I was around during the fall. That's not, that's not how it actually went. Um, she was pissed the whole first year that I went. She was pissed part of the second year that I went, and then she was gone. I got got rid of her. Well, it sounds like it's the better. I mean, it sounds like the chick you got now likes to go do this shit with you and yeah. spends money on it. Well, fuck the other one. Yeah, right. But she, as much as she hated the fact that I wanted to do this shit and I was gone all the time and, you know, going out with my buddies and crushing beers the night before and then shooting a limit of birds and coming home at, you know, 1130 on a Sunday after cleaning birds from our Sunday morning hunt that we weren't really planning on doing. Mm-hmm. Um, she bought me a zinc. The, uh, what was it? I think it was the Naughty by Nature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, at the time, because I think, is that, if I remember right, I think it's a short barrel. Yeah. I, I, it sounds familiar. Yeah. It was a black, black Naughty by Nature. Um, and at the time, I really, really liked it. I moved in to Hanover with a buddy of mine who had bought a Molt Gear Rush, but it was solid wood. Oh, okay, yeah. And he's like, I like it, but he wanted to go a different route with his calls, and I said, tell you what, I'll, pay, I'll, I'll give you some money for it. I think he sold it to me for cheap. Because he just, he's that kind of guy. He just, if he doesn't want it, he's just getting rid of it. Getting rid of it. Here, just have it. Yeah, he sold me my 12 gauge for technically 100 bucks (laughs) in in high school. (laughs) Um, Or fresh out of high school. But he sold me this wood rush that I absolutely loved. Um, It was great. I used it 
kind of when they were getting up closer because mm-hmm. it was soft and it had it sounded like it had a lot of that like natural rasp to it mm-hmm. it was a, it was a great sounding call and we went out on opener one morning and we had it was probably like a four pack come in and they had started to come in kind of tight I reached down to grab my wood rush and I picked it up and I went that doesn't feel right I snapped it clean in half somehow or did the, or did the guts just fall off no it snapped in half i ended up finding the other half of the call kind of off next to me huh i have no idea how i did it and they don't make them anymore oh that sucks yeah so what do you got now what's your go to so now i'm running that pacific and i don't remember exactly what model that pacific is um i keep i keep my old money maker on there Oh, I remember the old money maker. The old the lime green money oh, maker. Because yeah. that's the call that I learned how to call on. Oh yeah. Um my mom had bought me for Christmas. It was a power clucker. You know, the $20, oh, yeah. the twenty dollar power clucker yeah, from Cabela's. A, yeah. yeah. I, that's I actually had one of those. That was the first one my brother brothers told me to get. Yeah. And I remember Mitch bought he had the money maker, but he had the the glow in the dark, I think. It was oh. like that color. <laughs> yeah. And that was a well then he bought that. That was a big deal because he, we used to always like lynch mob, like lynch mob <laughs> yep. executioner. Like I love those calls. Really? And then, uh, yeah, then Malkier came out, and I think I have like the EX three or something. Sure. But I don't, I don't, I don't really like it. Yeah. Like it's nice, but like for some reason lynch mob was nice. But I remember Mitch shooting that, or not shooting, blowing that money maker. <laughs> well, it was <laughs> it takes me back. I couldn't. I don't know what it was, but I could not call that power clicker to save my life. Mm-hmm. And then my buddy, same guy that sold me the wood rush, he wanted to get rid of the money maker because he was just he started he had hit that next stage of goose calling where he was starting to get into some of the double clucks and the like. He was starting to really get pretty decent. He was like, "I'll sell it to you for fifty bucks, sold, give it over." Um, so that's kind of the first call that I actually learned how to call on because it. Mm. That power or that uh, money maker was super easy to break over. It's louder than hell. Yeah, you can sing that thing out there. Um, so I learned how to call on that, but I think I just keep that on there for nostalgia at this point, or as like a backup. Yeah. Um, but I think now I've got I've got that Pacific on there. I've got the money maker on there. I might have another like good goose call. That I just keep on there just as like, just to flip back and forth. Like if I, if I start calling on the Pacific and I don't like the way it sounds, I'll flip over and call something else. Um, but it sounds like you got the one, two combo with the money maker. You get, get that sound way out there. And then when they start getting closer, you just switch to the Pacific. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that Pacific is, um, not Polly. What the hell am I thinking? Um, oh, I just had it up here. It was like acrylic. Yeah, it's something. an acrylic. Yeah. Um, so that's what I had really liked when I was running the Wood Rush. I was running Wood Rush, so I got that kind of soft, natural rasp. It wasn't too loud. And then I was running the uh, Naughty by Nature, the acrylic, so I could really just holler it out there. Um, so, yeah, I guess now I've kind of flipped the role with it. Just I'm running two acrylics now. Um. Yeah, whatever works. And then now I've got a. Uh, I actually went with a, with a Molt Gear, Q two for a duck call. Oh really? Yeah. I haven't. 
I haven't even looked at. It's their double read. Yeah, I like I like Duck Hunting. Wow. Like, I like I remember back in the day we used to do the a lot of. Well, I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just looking at. They have a rush now. Yep. But it's not the same as what you had. Yep. But it's wood. Yeah, they've got the half. It's like yeah, it's half. half and half. And I think that might be why they went away from doing the full, is because I think a lot of guys might have been having problems with them breaking. It's because once you get, once you get kind of into the middle there where your guts are going to be, mm-hmm. I think it starts to get kind of thin, and that's where they were maybe. Oh. I don't know. I'm not. I don't make calls. <laughs> <laughs> They're hard to bull. Like, how'd you learn yeah. how to do it? Did you just sit in the truck on your way to work and just keep blowing, or did you get the Scott trying in? So oh, bad grammar. <laughs> my mom bought me the DVD. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and I I think I watched it and then you know was kind of trying to do it along with it and then my mom said knock it off enough because I'm sitting in their basement going to town on this shitty goose call that she <laughs> bought me. Um, basically what it ended up being was just like, you know, out scouting. You know, I'll be sitting in my truck driving around nothing else to do when you're out driving around yeah well goose call yep um a lot of that a lot of um i tried to occasionally we'd be sitting out in a field and it's like hey like can i just blow on a call for a minute just see if i'm getting any better and then about three honks in they're like all right knock that shit off really i was pretty bad (laughs) i was pretty bad for a while there (laughs) Um, I'm still not, I still don't think I'm that great by any means. I mean, I can. You do a honk and a clock and call her good or what? I can hit, I can hit some of the double clocks and stuff like that. Um, I've got a really hard time stringing them together. And I don't know if that's just because I can't hold enough air into my lungs or what the deal is. But I just, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. Hmm. Um, Occasionally I'll get a good string where it sounds like it's multiple knees. Um, Otherwise it's. I try to get them in, get them in tight, tight enough that they see decoys, and then just hopefully let the decoys do the work. So you you pride yourself on your spread, like which setting, is probably isn't that great either. But, but like setting up wise, like yeah, I you try just try to. to get them close. Yeah, I try to get them close, and then I run, I run three and a half double B for geese. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and I was running three and a half, three and a half double B black cloud. The old black cloud, not the new stuff. Because the new stuff doesn't... I don't think it's got the same penetration as the old stuff does. <laughs> Three and a half inch double B? At geese? Holy shit. Puts them down. Oh, yeah. One BB's the size of an eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's okay. I still run three and a half at ducks, too. I just run three and a half inch four shot. That's not too bad. If you got if you got a gun that'll shoot three and a half, why not shoot three and a That's half? That's what I say. You shoot, you're putting that many more BBs towards it. Why not? Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. Yeah. I run I run three and a halfs for damn near everything. <laughs> you ever heard the uh, like? I think it was Scott trying it on that bad grammar. Like when you're calling to lay on your back, like on the ground, like in your living room or wherever. Oh really? It's something to do with like your lungs, like because then you're really pushing with your diaphragm. Sure kind of deal and that's what yeah. helps you get those extra like the moans or the extra cluck or yep. or or the honk or whatever you want to yeah it's it's just when i start when i start to try to string together you know a couple clocks here and there, you know double clocks and then start trying to really 
mm-hmm. really rope everything into one, you know, because I can hit the moans, I can hit the just your standard honk, you know, honk honk into a moan stuff like that. But well, everyone's different. Everyone, yeah. every style is different. I mean, you go look at those guys that do the competitions, and they're good. But it's like that doesn't yeah. sound like you guys are just blowing. You're like literally. Yeah. I can't believe you're putting that amount of air into that call. Yeah, like it's a absolutely insane from their diaphragm too yeah it's like, like holy shit because i got a buddy i've got a buddy that he he got into the competition calling for a little bit there and mm-hmm. it's like the kid can call a goose call and it's i mean it's great to listen to but i mean i've never actually hunted with him so i don't know how well how well it translates what do you got for a gun i'm running a stoger i think it's the it's a p 350 so it's the pump okay yeah i like it i mean it was you ever had any problems with the stoger personal um just you, you're just a shitty shot so <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> um <laughs> i had started with the uh i started with an 870 yep three inch what is it the 870 magnum yep yep so the I, express is there a mag? I know there's an 870 Express. I think they do the Magnum too. Okay. I don't remember though. Um, I started with that thing, running three inch, and it's got a lot shorter pump on it. Mm-hmm. And I moved to the Stoger, which has got, trying, I don't remember the barrel length on it, but it feels like the pump, the action for the pump itself, is a little bit longer. And I catch myself occasionally, kind of short pumping it. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, to the point where I've learned how to fix it just without thinking about it, because it'll it'll eject and it'll kind of like half grab my shell, okay, and half insert. So it's not like a <laughs> it's not full stovepipe, but it comes in kind of cockeyed. <coughs> and I've gotten to now it's just muscle memory because I can feel when it happens because it just locks yeah it's back slap shut (laughs) (laughs) like i I look like a shitty short version of john wick (laughs) (coughs) um i don't want to know what you and becca do in the bedroom yeah it's brutal she short shots you yeah it's brutal (laughs) (laughs) um but i don't know i really like it it's everybody's told me it's the equivalent of a of a Nova. Oh, okay. I even had one guy tell me they're made across the street, which I'm sure it's probably bullshit. But it, I mean, it looks pretty similar. So I guess I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's basically a knockoff Nova is how it feels. Are you, uh, are you planning any trips this fall? Are you going out to North D or South D? Um, or are you just going to try to, are you going to get out this year? I'd like to. That's the hope. We, with all the work we've been doing on the house. And gumming up my, you know, all week long. And then, I mean, shit, Saturdays. Sundays, definitely. I'm working on the house. Yep. Saturdays, it's always kind of iffy. Um, Depends on if the band's playing. <laughs> <laughs> the last few weeks, yeah, it seems like it. Um, I'd like to. I know she's been on my ass, Rebecca. She's been on my ass. Are we going to go? Or I'm like, I'd, we'll see. Just pump the brakes a little bit. We've kind of got fifty thousand other things that we're doing. You know, we're mm-hmm. not we're not even fully moved in yet. Yeah. So, I'd like to get out. I'm hoping we get to 
at least a couple times. Um, but I don't know. I guess it's just more difficult now because now I'm not working out kind of towards that direction. Mm-hmm. I'm spending most of my time down in Wyzetta and stuff like that. Okay. So we'll see. It's just, it feels like it's tougher to scout now too. Like just, just well, because yeah, I of mean, time, gas being yeah. what it's at now. Um, I hope so. I well, hope you had a house. You got other obligations. I mean, right. like, you're not a 18, 19 year old kid that's in college and you have all the time to do yeah. this stuff. Like you have a house, like you have other things to do. I, I yeah. hope you guys get out though. Yeah. I hope like, we do too. I, mean, I hope, I hope she just drives you nuts and finally just drags you out into a field. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you start hunting water again. Cause it's easy. You don't have to put time in to really scout and you can, all, there's always places around yeah. here where you can just go out like Pelican, especially, or, like ponds and shit around yeah. here. I mean, I've still got some public land out by my parents in Monticello that I I know about that I was hunting back when I first started. Mm-hmm. We've been having a hard time finding a pair of waders for. That's been kind of the difficult thing as far as us even considering hunting water. We hunted some water out in Backer. I'm trying to remember. We were off the river, but I don't remember what river off the top of my head. Okay. Um. We took a boat out to a small island, basically. Yeah. Um, privately owned. It was privately owned island, supposed to be. Buddy had gotten permission from the lady that owns it, some old gal that was like, yeah, go ahead. Took a boat out there. I don't think we shot anything, but that was the first time I'd hunted water in a while. I mean, and that was a couple of years ago. So, but I'd like to get back out western, western Minnesota. I've never done the North Dakota stuff like that. It's fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I, I think it's something that like if like a lot of people now, me Minnesota isn't so great, but I don't know what it what it's going to be this year with the with the water yeah. or whatever. But it's a lot of people like like in a similar situation as you where that's you're so busy around here, and then it, it costs a lot for license and and you can't put your time into it. But if you can take two weekends and buy a license and go to North Dakota and just drive out there, right and normally in a normal year there's there's ducks all over if you're in the right spot and you guys put like you take say two three day weekends yep drive around all friday all day for both fridays find a place to hunt saturday and sunday morning come back right that makes your year you're gonna shoot more ducks in those four days than you will the entire time in minnesota yeah i mean i've got buddies that have been going out eating geese i've got buddies that have been going out there that i've been like i'd like to go but you know time and money wasn't lining up right yeah um, same with Canada. I'd like to get up to Canada and shoot birds. I'm not sure when the hell we're going to be able to do that. You won't be able to unless you go get the vaccine. No. Was that what they're saying? Yeah. I haven't heard that. They're opening it back up. I, I just saw they're opening it back up this fall to people that are vaccinated. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I don't, I don't watch the news anymore. I just saw it on Facebook. Oh. I don't watch the news either. It's nothing but a bunch of negative, negative, uh, Nellies and yep. I can't stand it. Yeah, I've kind of gotten over the whole, but I was I've been done with the news for the last couple of years. Um, but I'd like to get out and do that kind of stuff. It's just well, hell, you it guys hasn't are, been anything that's lined up right. You guys and are now, going out there every weekend now. Yeah, you might now as well to be scouting while you're going right. out there, find a pond, and their season starts. I think the weekend or two weekends before ours. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, well, and then like we're heading out this weekend, and we're staying at my buddy's family farm. Um. And I think they still have property rights for the surrounding fields. If not, 
they know people. They know everybody. Yeah. It's it's one of those towns where yeah. you like yeah. well, the yeah, neighbor the neighbor rolled over in his uh his like eighty nine Ford Ranger the one weekend and was like, How's it going? Dude, I saw you guys out here. I was up at uh, Cousin Cody's house mm-hmm. up in Nimrod, and the neighbor literally came over driving his lawnmower. <laughs> hey, I have a neighbor that did that. <laughs> you did? Yeah. He came over and mowed my lawn for a case of beer <laughs> at like 10 o'clock at night. He missed so much. Like, definitely not straight lines. Oh, he missed. <laughs> it was brutal. Easiest case of beer he ever got. Oh, yeah. I was like, I thought about it. I was like, well, shit. For what I paid him, he should probably have to mow like three more times like that for it to count. He didn't even mow the whole lawn. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm hoping we can get out this year. I really, I mean, I want to. It's just, it all depends on timing. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I've got buddies that are heading back out western Minnesota, and I'm sure they'll be out there all season long, basically. I mean, one of them gets laid off, and he, I think... The last, like, four or five years, he's taken early layoff. Mm-hmm. He's been first round, first cut, specifically so he can just go waterfall hunting all year long. Not a bad idea if you like doing it. It's a yeah. good, good way and to I do mean, it. I think, I think if he was first cut, he's first back, which, who cares? Yeah. You're going back when it starts to warm up a little bit. I mean, big deal. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah. I, that's That's actually not a bad way to do it. Mm-mm. To the point where I'd considered at the time working with him. I was well, like, you're well, so bored in the wintertime. You can't wait to get back to work. Yeah, that's what his big thing is, too. Yeah. You can't, like, you, you do all this stuff in the fall, and, okay, you get laid off early and enjoy the stuff you like, and by the time spring comes around, yeah. you're just like, I can't wait to get back to work. Well, and then he just bought a big ice house, too, so oh, nice. now he's going to be doing that, I'm sure, all winter long. Cool. I wouldn't put it past him to go park it out on a lake somewhere and just stay there for a week. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, which, I mean, if you're... If you're not working, why the hell not? Might as well. Be I mean, fishing. I've got I've got one buddy that goes hits Lake of the Woods like three, four times over the winter months because he's laid off. He's like, I don't have anything else to do, and that's, his, that's his a, wife doesn't care. He, she's like, Great, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's the place to go. Yeah, which we'd talked about doing possibly this year. Yeah, you'd never been up there. Nope. Well, me and I will take you you guys up there. Yeah, it's just. It's going to be the same type of thing, I'm sure. It's time and money lining up, right? Because, oh, I mean, yeah. me with PTO is kind of goofy, especially right now. I was, we'll, find a, we'll find a weekend that'll work out for us and we'll yeah, head up there. Yeah, because I'd love to get out. I mean, I didn't ice fish. I didn't fish at all last year. Oh, we'll take you out. Now that I'm your neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> you can come <laughs> drag me out of the house. Yeah. So, Well, all right, AJ. You get that old lady of yours out hunting. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Otherwise, she's going to. She's gonna I'm going to tell her she got to listen to this podcast. Rebecca, get AJ's ass out of the house. She's going to have me by the bag. Quit working <laughs> on the house and get out and enjoy the, the outdoors. The outdoors. So. <laughs> but no, thanks for coming back on again. We'll yeah, have you back again. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the next time you come back on, you're talking about how you took uh, Becca out and yeah. shot a bunch of geese. Hopefully the next time I come back on, I can get a ride over here. I walked like those three blocks, and <laughs> it was—it's not even, dude. It's literally you're like a straight line away, but you had to go around the block to get here. Yeah, to hell with that. I walked. <laughs> I walked in the door and I told Mariah. I said one of us needs to get a golf cart because <laughs> this—I I don't look like a fat kid, but I am. I swear. <laughs> so. But. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. And uh, I'm Mac. I'm AJ. We'll catch you guys later.
Thanks for listening to the Border Outdoors podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Links are provided at borderoutdoors.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Tell your friends, and we'll see you at the border.